Start selling on Shopify today. Go to shopify.com slash CNN for a $1 per month trial. Hey, everyone. I'm Melanie Znana, a Capitol Hill reporter, and this is the CNN Political Briefing. Here's what you need to know in politics for Thursday, December 1st. Today, I'm recording from Capitol Hill, where a lot is going down. Democrats only have a few weeks left of controlling the House, which is why you're seeing lawmakers trying to wrap up their investigations and Republicans trying to ramp up theirs. Let's start with the committee who spent the longest time to get what it needed to do its work. The House Ways and Means Committee is meeting today to discuss how to handle six years of former President Donald Trump's federal tax returns after obtaining them yesterday. They're not expected to review the tax returns at that time. The committee was fighting in court to get access to Trump's tax records for years and got them weeks before Democrats became the minority party in the House. They can look at them now because the Supreme Court declined to intervene last week. An aide to committee chairman Richard Neal told CNN, lawmakers are being briefed today by the House General Counsel on the legal ramifications of the section of the tax law that Neal used to request the tax returns. The tax documents aren't expected to be immediately released to the public, but it's possible they could be down the line. CNN's Jessica Schneider has more. If the tax returns are ultimately released to the public, that, of course, could impact Trump's run for president in 2024. He has repeatedly refused to release his own taxes as a candidate. But of course, a New York Times investigation back in 2020, it found that Trump paid no federal income taxes at all beginning in the year 2000 because he reported losing significantly more than he made. What will be released to the public is the January 6th House Select Committee's final report after over a year of investigating what unfolded before, during, and after that day. When Republicans take over the House in January, they're certain to dissolve the committee, so members are up against the clock. Earlier this week, committee chairman Benny Thompson said members are, quote, close to putting pens down. And today, committee member Zoe Lofgren confirmed that the panel will consider whether to issue criminal referrals on Friday, and will discuss what to do about GOP lawmakers who defied their subpoenas. Lofgren also told CNN the committee plans to release all of its work later this month. She said this is to ensure Republicans can't cherry pick evidence when they take over the majority. They've been pretty clear that they'd like to undermine the work that we've done, but we're going to prevent that. We're going to release all the information we've collected so it cannot be selectively edited and spun. And it doesn't seem like Lofgren is too far off. It appears House GOP leader Kevin McCarthy might attempt to rewrite the narrative of January 6th when Republicans get control of the House. McCarthy sent a letter to the January 6th committee demanding that it preserve all records and transcripts, and he vowed to hold hearings next year on the security failures that led to the insurrection, which, by the way, committee Vice Chair Liz Cheney has said the report will touch on that too. Chairman Thompson reiterated Wednesday that the panel plans to preserve everything and is set to release as much as possible through its final report. He also said that McCarthy had a chance to cooperate with the committee and chose not to, saying, quote, I think the horse has left the barn. Remember, McCarthy did not comply with a subpoena to appear before the committee. Many Republicans have pushed for a Republican-led January 6th committee next session, but McCarthy hasn't really expressed interest in that. Instead, he's more likely to give his members room to relitigate the Democratic-led committee. Now, House Republicans were already planning to release their own report on the insurrection when the Democratic-led committee released its final report. So you might think Republicans would want to just leave January 6th in the past come January. But remember, McCarthy needs to win over hardline critics and Donald Trump if he wants to become speaker. And that group is eager to undermine the committee. 
Meanwhile, GOP Congressman Jim Jordan continues to preview what other Republican House investigations will look like in the next term. Jordan serves as the ranking Republican member on the House Judiciary Committee and has been sending letters to current and former government officials asking for voluntary information on a variety of topics. Today, he renewed requests to former and current officials in the CIA, FBI, Department of Homeland Security, and intelligence community. Amid the political back and forth, the Justice Department has been conducting its own criminal investigation into January 6, and it wants access to testimony the committee took behind closed doors. Here's what Attorney General Merrick Garland told CNN's Evan Perez yesterday. We would like to have all the transcripts and all the other evidence collected by the committee so that we can use it in the ordinary course of our investigations. Are you satisfied that, that you've, had, you've had the access that you need, or...? We are asking for access to all of the transcripts, and uh, that's really all I can say right now. Thompson responded to Garland's request to see transcripts, telling reporters yesterday that the committee will share whatever they have with any agency that requests it. Garland held a news conference yesterday to tout the agency's victories in recent days, including the convictions it secured against several members of the Oath Keepers militia for crimes related to January 6th. As the verdict of this case makes clear, the department will work tirelessly to hold accountable those responsible for crimes related to the attack on our democracy on January 6, 2021. The five defendants faced several charges, including seditious conspiracy, which carries a 20-year maximum prison sentence. Two leaders of the group were found guilty of seditious conspiracy, while the other three were acquitted of the same charge, but were convicted on other charges. It was a victory for the Justice Department because it can now frame the events around January 6 as more than just a random riot gone wrong, but rather as part of a pre-planned effort to keep Trump in power. Capitol Hill isn't only trying to wrap up investigations, it's also trying to wrap up legislation. We spent a good chunk of yesterday's episode breaking down why Congress is stepping in to try to avoid a devastating freight rail shutdown. If you haven't already, I recommend you listen because we broke down a lot of important context. But today, the Senate Democrats and Republicans have reached a deal to vote on real legislation. They'll hold three votes, all held at a 60-vote threshold. We don't know what the outcome will be at the point we recorded in this podcast, but the expectation is the House-passed bill, without sick leave for union workers, will be adopted and sent to the president for his signature. That's it for today's political briefing. Thanks so much for listening. And please take a moment and be sure to follow us wherever you get your podcasts. We'll talk to you tomorrow.